My name is Justin, and I am the worship pastor at Epic Life Church. This last week, I introduced the song, I Believe, by Jonathan David Helser. It came out just a couple weeks ago. I uh, really like in this song a lot, the, this idea of singing things that we believe as a church, singing them together as a congregation, uh, I think really can unify the church and kind of acts as a creed. Uh, similar to what the apostles did in the book of Acts. Um, the first verse talks about, is the, I'll just read through the verse. It's, I believe in the blood of Jesus that washes white as snow. I believe in the power of the gospel still makes the broken whole. I believe that the curse of sin was broken when they rolled away that stone. I believe, I believe, I believe. One of the things that I like about songs like this that kind of bring a church together to sing something that we believe together is it's, it's unifying for one and it also kind of confirms just the general belief structure of a church. I think a lot of times we sing songs that maybe have artistic expressions or uh, maybe more like emotional based ideas and those songs have a place and I think they're they're also great songs, but I think sometimes as a church, it's important to come together and sing something together that, and, and kind of and boldly claim that we believe these things. Another aspect of singing something like that is if you are struggling in your faith and maybe have a little bit of doubt. I've been, I've been through seasons like that, and I've chosen to do songs like this and, I, and chosen to sing songs like this. Um, with the prayer that God would help me to understand and help me to believe these things because I want to believe these things. Um, sometimes just singing them and having the words come out of your mouth helps your, helps your soul, maybe your brain, just understand. It gives God kind of a space to work and maybe bring some understanding that you didn't have before. Yeah, this song actually spoke to me really well because I have actually been kind of working on a song very loosely, I'll, I'll say, uh, that had kind of a similar idea, the idea of looking for the goodness of God. In the chorus of this song, it talks about, um, as we bow before you, Lord, I will rise in confidence. I will see your goodness, Lord, in the land of the living, or the land I'm living in. Uh, it comes from Psalms 27. Um, this idea of looking for the goodness of God in, in the world around you, I think is... Um, is a message that we could all really use right now. Um, I think living in, the, in this world of the pandemic and kind of seeing how humanity has been divided over so many real seemingly kind of small things over the last couple of years, uh, I think it's easy to wonder where God is in the midst of all of that. And so changing the mindset of, I want to find the goodness, I'm looking for the goodness, I will see, like saying it like confidently, I will see your goodness, Lord, in the land I'm living in, I think can be a very um, strong phrase to, to speak and also maybe help you to, again, shift your mind, shift your brain towards um, looking for those things and, and recognizing the goodness of God in this land. That's good. Uh, Sunday, you mentioned that Jonathan David and Melissa, uh, that they're, you enjoy their songwriting. Yeah. Uh, just as a fun question, uh, what is one of your favorite songs by them? Yeah. No Longer Slaves and Ain't No Grave are kind of the most popular ones that they've written. 
Uh, everyone kind of knows those. Um, the song that, the first song that I ever actually heard of his that really kind of floored me was a song called Never Giving Up. And it was this idea of your love, it never ends, it never fails, you're never giving up on me. And it kind of, and the way the song kind of goes, it kind of goes through this circular motion of, um, of praising God for, for that promise and reminding kind of myself, the singer, that, that he's never giving up on me. And then it kind of resolves to this idea, you've set me free. And so kind of the song kind of grooves for a little while and then he kind of yells, you set me free. And it just kind of blows up into this kind of instrumental and kind of a jam session, which I kind of, I'm, I'm a fan of like old jam bands. So like that style kind of works for me. Um, but probably my favorite song that they've written is a song called Endless Ocean. And it, the, the bridge of that song is there's no end to the affection that you have for me. And it, the song kind of uses a lot of metaphors about swimming in this ocean and not being able to find the shore because it's so vast. The, the ocean of grace and love that God has for us is, is bigger than we can even imagine. And, and so I think that's a, that's a song that I think in times of trouble, a lot like this song, I believe actually can be a very comforting song, not just for the singer, but also singing it and trusting that God does feel that way towards you and, and, and kind of stating that belief out loud and worshiping God through that. Um, I think it kind of brings it all together in your soul. It, it does glorify God because you're acknowledging something about him that is true. And it, it's a reminder to yourself also that, that there's plenty of grace. Yeah. Uh, another fun question. What are you currently listening to that you're enjoying? Uh, I'll be honest. I've been struggling to find worship bands, especially that um, speak to me a lot. It kind of feels like we're in a, a season or like a, kind of an era maybe even of worship songs that are kind of emotion-based and less focused on adoration or less focused around theology. Um, and so I get people, people send me stuff all the time and like there's great songs out there that are, you know, pleasing to God and are true uh, but they're not necessarily congregational style songs where we're kind of gathering the church together to, to express worship towards God. Um, a lot of them are kind of story-based, kind of very personal to the songwriter. And I think when you're listening to songs like that, you can identify with that story and kind of enjoy it and even have a worship moment. But I think it's also, that's very personal and it doesn't, doesn't bring everybody together in the room, uh, especially when in a corporate worship setting. So um, I listen to a lot of I listen to a lot of God influenced or spiritual influenced music, but not necessarily worship songs. But um, I've actually been kind of going into the old songbook lately, and if you've been if you've been here on Sunday mornings, you've heard I've. You know, I've kind of gone back to some that I was doing in college, songs that I did when I was first leading worship as a kid. Because um, the reality is, is those, these songs are true regardless, regardless of when, what decade they were written in and how popular they are at the current time. Some of these songs are timeless and 
also the older the songs are, if they still kind of stand the test of time, they've gone through the ringer of church, kind of the eldership of the church, like critiquing its theology and allowing these songs to exist. A lot of times songs that are a little bit shallower kind of just disappear and you don't really hear them again after a while. And so, um, yeah, the old song book has kind of been my go-to lately. Yeah, that's good. This conversation really is about trying to get a, a song that I think even when I read the lyrics the morning that you shared them with me, uh, just being for myself, knowing, oh, this song is special and I haven't even heard it. Yeah. Um, just kind of reading those phrases out loud and then hearing um, kind of as you were sharing with the church and just knowing, like, man, this is a song that, like, when the church sings and when the church knows it, yeah. it's just going to be really beautiful. And so I want a little bit of background of why why we choose the songs, right? But then yeah. also um, just give an opportunity into for the church to see and understand, like, how yeah. you pick stuff. And then we're actually going to give, hopefully we're going to try this experiment and see uh, see what this looks like, but to just be able to listen to the song right after this yeah. interview. So. Cool. Yeah. Thanks, Justin. Yeah. Appreciate it. Happy to share.